In this episode, the Cheesy Weezies talk about sister location. <laughs> We're going to get Anyway, sister location. The first cutscene. So, sister location starts up. And it starts with a cutscene. And in the cutscene, they just straight up name drop Afton. They just straight up name drop William We should also say, uh, since Scott got them big bucks, he can finally afford voice acting. Because we got mm-hmm. new voices in this game. Voice acting was introduced late into FNAF, FNAF World, World. But it, yeah, voices but he... have been around for all the phone guys, usually like one voice a game. But that's um, all been Scott. That was all Scott. Yeah, all so Scott it was just him recording. I think phone No, dude no, phone dude is Scott. Phone, phone dude, dude is Scott. Scott. Okay. It's just Scott. Yeah. It's just Scott doing like a surfer bro yeah, accent. He's doing very bad. Hey, bro. <laughs> he's doing his bad muscle man we voice. Found like, one. Oh, one. You know who else found a real one? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, take my picture with the animatronic. <laughs> it's Spring Trap. Oh no, bro. <laughs> no, bro. Actually, I, I know it's I know it doesn't matter, but a better analogy to make would have been basically Bob Kane and Bill Finger were the two. Yes, that is his yeah. name, Bill Finger. Were the two people that that made Batman. Where Bob Kane essentially came up with the idea, and Bill Finger came up with the design and a lot of the backstory for it. Mm. And then like, <laughs> Bill Finger. Died in a springlock suit. <laughs> Fingered all over them. That's why he was uncredited for all, the entire time. <laughs> he put his finger on the springlock and he... <laughs> but anyway... Anyway, despite, despite, yeah. despite Scott making a new game, it still barely did anything to rectify what FNAF 4 did. I mean, we... If anything, it... it it answered so few questions, but it asked a lot of them. So, so once again, really we're... like connected to Freddy's itself. Yeah, so they they do mention a sister location in FNAF Two, and this, this is supposedly that one. No, it's not. This sister location isn't that one. Okay, this is a sister location. Yeah. Timeline wise, and... I'm sister location takes place sometime in the eighties, right? This is after. FNAF 4, but before FNAF 2, right? It's still indeterminate when it happens. It's it's the before the 21st century, right? I think because of what gets revealed, it does end up being that this is after FNAF 4, but before FNAF 2. Because we'll talk about the ending of this game in a bit. But essentially, the gameplay, every night is different. It's not like a gameplay loop anymore. Every night is like... Its own minigame. Yeah, its own challenge. And it's not, like, super important, uh, right? Like, nothing really super yeah. important happens in these nights. There are no, yeah. no death minigames, no cutscenes. You're just there for lore, You're question just here mark. to listen to Hen Unit rattle off jokes. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Infield. But um, the, the Hand Unit does say that your name is Mike, so we do know that... Yeah, the return of Mike... Yeah, so for the first it does. Time. Well, no. Here's the thing. So as of now, it is showing that the character you play as, in the very least, in FNAF one, two, three, and sister location is the same character. Because in order, f- like, you have memory in FNAF three, you have memories of both FNAF one and FNAF two. And in FNAF one, your name was Mike, and in FNAF Sister location, your name is also Mike. So at least in these four games, we don't know about FNAF 4 yet, but in these four, we, we are all playing as a same three either. Do we, we don't know who we play as of three. Well, like, well, we have to. We play, as the, we play well, as the same character. I just said why, because it is, we play as the same character. 
I'd say we don't know about two, but we do know about three because of one of the Fazbear Frights books. Well, no, 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 no. Think of it like this. In FNAF 3, you have hallucinations of animatronics from both FNAF 1 and yeah. FNAF 2. I'm just saying so, in 3 you're not named. Well, yeah, but if you're the same guy in FNAF 1 and FNAF 2, er, and FNAF Sister Location, Mike. Well, here's, here's how I see it. It's a completely different... It's actually Jeremy for, like, the first five nights and then at the sixth night you're this person it fritz that goes through the rest of the series oh no 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 here's the thing this is skipping ahead a bit but you do play as the same character in all the games like you do play as this mike because those names jeremy and fritz those are on those people are dead that gets revealed later so those people died as children those are just fake names taken Mm. So the reason that you are able to know that in FNAF, or that so far you're, you're the same character except for FNAF 4 yet, is because of the fact that you do, like, think of it like this. If you're in FNAF 3 and you see these animatronics that were only in either the FNAF 2 location or the FNAF 1 location, then that means you had to have been there before. Mm. So we know that by FNAF 3, the, main, the same person has been to both the first the FNAF 1 location and the FNAF 2 location. And also, we know that the same guy who was in FNAF 1 was named Mike, and then in FNAF Sister location, you're also named Mike. So every... except for 4, you're all Mike. In FNAF 3, they're not malevolent spirits, it's just a reaction to the bad ventilation in the building. Yeah. I'll try better explaining my view over once we get more information on Mike. So Sister okay. Location, um, one thing more than FNAF World is that with Scott returning to his roots, Sister Location returns to Scott's roots in more of the sci-fi aspect. Yeah, Everything this, man can, can, this man can f***ing model sci-fi like a... Like, this like, is like know, almost movie quality. Like a thing. Yeah, the, these animatronics get way more complicated in their technology. Like, yeah. one thing that was introduced was these tiny discs on them that could not only power the entire animatronic, but could also produce a sound that could make somebody hallucinate whatever the disc wanted. Like, better versions of the animatronics, because the animatronics all have, all have panels for easy maintenance, so you can flip open the panels and check on them, and so the discs on them help cover up the panels and make them look more like living creatures. We should also say that these animatronics are specifically made by William Afton himself. Yeah, that's that's what the beginning cutscene of the game establishes, is that these animatronics were made solely by William Afton, uh, who is the purple guy murderer, and in the game you find uh, these blueprints that show that these robots were made with the specific purpose to lure and kidnap children. And these robots are part of a rental service. What are the fucking, like, 1% elite renting out these damn things? God. Yeah, this generation of animatronics is the fun time animatronics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then, each night, you get a little bit of lore, mainly that there's this little British girl who is speaking to somebody about why she well, can't go near should, the animatronics. You should, well, you should say, each night, you're, like, goaded by the main animatronic of the group called Circus Baby into doing what she says to do to survive the night. Which seems to be working. Like, on the yeah. first... Uh, is it the first night with the bitty babs? But that, yes. She tells you to and, hide in a cabinet to and, avoid the bitty yeah, babs. And at first, that just brought some more questions, like... 
is this thing haunted or is this like actual sentient AI? She sounds like an AI. She says stuff yeah. kind of stilted, like, hello, I'm baby. And so we, in the middle of each night or between each night, we get this cutscene of a little British girl talking to her dad saying, why can't she play with these animatronics? And she mentions that these animatronics were made for her by him. So what that means is that this little girl is talking to one of the two creators of the game, or of the animatronics, whether it be William Afton or Henry Emily, and is not allowed to talk to, or is not allowed to go near them. But it's pretty easily put together in this game that it is William, because in the opening cutscene, William also has an, a British accent, and this girl has a British accent, and these animatronics were specifically made by William. So, Which, by the way, the British accent wasn't even intended by Scott. <laughs> he Ooh. just put in the casting for after, it's just, he should be like, very gruff, like, oh, this person has the trustability of a snake oil salesman. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. she could sing. <laughs> We with don't trust the British. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. PJ, with PJ, what he's like, ah, oh, British. Uh, I try some of my snake oil. It's the Queen's finest. Would you like some NFTs? She can dispense NFTs right at her this fingertips. Is where, is. This is also the first game where uh, Mr. Fred Wad himself gains a voice. Yeah. Uh, also, version of him. Uh, I think his name is Kellen Goff. Well, no, Kellen Goff voices every version of Fredbear, even Glamrock. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact: he also voices Diavolo, who's the main villain of JoJo Part Five, and he voices Overhaul, who is a villain well, from Season Four of My Hero. This is going to get into a little bit of spoiler, but he auditioned to actually voice the original Freddy himself in F One Freddy for Custom Night, but Scott was like, "Eh, don't do that." And then he just used the lines for Fred. So technically, so technically, he voices Funtime Freddy, Fredbear, and Glamrock Freddy. And so also after the nights, is that what the TV the TV show? Scenes? Yeah. The, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah those are unimportant. After, after yeah, after a night of near death, you just go home and watch TV. You watch an animated sitcom called what's it called? The Immortal of the, the Restless, the, which is about a vampire yeah. and his baby. Which and the only possible correlation is that the vampire wears a purple suit, and people are might interpret well. The vampire is immortal and wears purple um, and william afton is associated with purple and has a habit of not dying when he should yeah also his castle burns down oh does uh, it i forgot oh, about oh, that oh yeah oh yeah i think the wife says you your son burnt down the house there's like mild story hints throughout the gangs in the show or just like hey but, guys uh, it's kind of like when this happened that imitates life and the wallpaper the game... in this house, when you're watching the TV, is the same as the one in FNAF 4, right? Yeah. Is it? Oh, yes, it is. It's the same city. There's like a lamp on your TV stand, which is... Oh, that's right! But sometimes most people just chalk that up to Scott just reusing assets because that is a common thing in the series. Uh, I don't know. But um, that's, that's mostly it, and then you get to the ending. And so the ending is that all of the animatronics so far in the game, all the fun time animatronics have been basically scooped out in this thing called the scooping room. Oh, the fun time and the parts being Funtime Freddy, Funtime Foxy, Circus Baby, Ballora, and that's it for the main ones? Yeah, yeah. and so all of them had their parts scooped out, and then they sort of merged into this hybrid called Ennard. And Ennard oh, <laughs> is... Yeah, he's this combination of all of the Funtime animatronics. And a mask and... that has been hanging in your office, in quotes. Mm -hmm. Which, fun and fact, that it... was the second teaser for this game. Yeah. 
Scott T's the final boss. And he lures your playable character, the main character, into the scooping room so that uh, all of your... voice. Yeah, by using the... Because he since entered is a combination of all the animatronics, he has Baby's voice chip and uses Baby's voice chip, who's been helping you the whole game, to then lure you into the scooping room in which... Your guts are scooped out, and then since you're now hollow on the inside, entered, perfect fit for enters, an entered, animatronic. Entered enters your perfectly Rick Astley shaped body. Yeah, and it's and, like shot, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and then it's revealed that your eyes are purple. Ooh, like a guy. Even though Enter didn't have purple eyes. It's and then so one much. thing that was revealed in the mini game is that there was a girl who had. Oh, oh, well, Blue we should, we, we green eyes. Oh, we should say that that's one of the two endings of this game. Okay, that's the like other ending you get. Games. The other ending you get from following the instructions for this mini game that you have to play, which reveals a little bit more of the lore of Circus Baby, because she's the important one in this game. Along, yeah. Kind of a death minigame, but... I think it does only trigger on death. A long-ass time ago, when Baby had her own pizzeria, which she says was open for one day, when it first opened, she originally had blue eyes, and she was programmed to keep count of how many children were in the room, and whenever there was one in the room, it was this little girl with blonde hair. She And green eyes. Yes. She started to shut down and dispense the ice cream, but instead of doing that, a claw went out and scooped her alive inside of Circus Baby. And and killed her. Yeah, so you can piece together these animatronics were made by William Afton, purple guy, for the purpose of luring, kidnapping, and killing children. And that's why that's that's why baby keeps track of how many kids are in the room. Because if there's one, then that means there's no witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens that this girl who was talking to William, William's daughter, who we don't know the name of yet, really wanted to see baby. Yeah. Yeah. William built this robot specifically for this girl who is not named for now. Yeah, which is his daughter. Not not built it for her, but built it like in her image or something. No, she she specifically says you built her for me. Well, yeah, but that would mean that he built the robot to kill her, and we know that he did not want that to happen. Yeah. So he constantly told her to stay the fuck away from the robot. Exactly. So because you know this is the robot he well, made so to like kill kids. The moment thing, and he only realized it after maybe. he had told the daughter. He's like, maybe I should. Oh wait. Maybe uh, I might edit this out. I don't know how this works timeline was, but because her her brother's dead at this point, or like a vegetable, mm. so maybe he's looking into. He built her well, so he could get mm. like stuff for her brother back. Well, remember that room in FNAF Four, the empty girls' room. Yeah. Wasn't, this... But but wasn't but what about the girl with pigtails? Isn't that's not her. That's she also her. has green eyes and baby that's has pigtails. That is not her. That's not it's her. Just a separate. Gender. Yeah, it's a, just a, it's a separate person. That is not the girl that possesses baby. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe 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 not. So the daughter dies first is what we're getting at here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's got to be something that proves the crying kid was the kid to die. For. No, 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 no. It's the daughter that dies first. Okay. Yeah. So the daughter of William Afton dies first, and this is pres- no, no. This can't. Well, I thought I thought the reason was walked away for years. I thought the reason William like started killing everyone is because the death of his kid made him go crazy. But if the fun times were made for the purpose of killing kids. 
then wouldn't that imply that he already had a child die, which made him like go crazy and killing people? Maybe. The first one was an accident. Yeah, and for, the first one was an accident. I, I always I always saw it as like but both of them were accidents, he, he, though. No, no, no. I always saw it as, like, after the accident, he locked them away forever, and then he very recently started, like, the rental service, and he put the child-killing parts in them very recently. No, because they were... The blueprints show that they were built with that. And, Plonga, how could the child-killing parts be put in recently if the incident that caused them was the activation of that child-killing part, if that's what caused them to go into lockdown? You are a stupid motherfucker. Uh, uh. <laughs> me, me, me no thinky good any, any, anyway uh, uh where were we uh um so there's a mini game after you die where the oh yeah if you girl... beat this mini game you get a little security card and on the final night when you're listening to baby's instructions instead of going right or is it the other way around if instead no, of going it doesn't matter i don't know instead of you going go, you have instead to follow going... baby quote marks but if you yeah, like, instead of taking the left, yeah, you end up in a security office. <laughs> it's back to the usual. Sh back to the grind. <laughs> yeah, it, camera setup, doors trying to keep entered from getting into your office. One video. and but inside yeah. this office is a little little Fred bear plushie with a walkie-talkie. Yep, and uh, if there's you also the, the keypad on the wall. Nineteen eighty-three. You see the bedroom from FNAF Four. So. I yeah. Now I gotta I gotta think. Would that mean that that means that the bite was in eighty three? Not not just not just that. But, but... spying on his. Yeah, so now that, that does tie the FNAF 4 kids to William Afton. So now what it seems to be is that William Afton, the purple guy, the killer has a daughter a son two sons. and yeah and two sons and those two sons we did see in fnaf 4 and then the daughter we see in this game elizabeth and then well we don't we don't know that yet oh don't, don't see that day <laughs> i think because you do see the fnaf 4 locations i that would in not because wait if if you're playing as if you're because you are playing as mike in this game and we we know who Mike is. Mike is older in this game. He's an adult. So would that mean that that footage of the FNAF four that can't be current footage? That has to be a recording because Probably. Michael. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, Michael can't be a, a teenager or an or a older brother kid in FNAF four. And then in Sister Location, be an adult looking at live footage of the FNAF 4 surveillance well, we area. We know the relation of Michael yet, because that's a little little sign mode, hush hush. Aren't there like well, no, it's revealed in this game. Aren't there maps in this? He says it in the files? custom. He says it in the custom night thing. Yeah. So custom night gets DLC, mm. and the only thing that we know in this DLC is that we see the guy the who got scooped. Of what the aftermath of what happened. Yeah, when the guy who got ready. scooped in, and who got his organ scooped and put entered in the him. next five days, he starts slowly rotting away. Yeah, skin first turns gray. He loses his eye. It might be a long passage of time. It's just he's just rotting his, away, and then his skin turns purple. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is wearing a purple shirt too. Glara turns black. He goes shirtless in the final cutscene. And yeah, so in the final cutscene, we see he's that. very decrepit and basically dead at this point. He we see that over to a sewer. 
Our and... character. So here's what we know. Our character is well yeah we can just talk about that after the cutscene so then yeah he shambles over to a sewer and then he vomits entered into the sewer and then it's just on its own now yeah and, and then so we hear baby's voice say you won't die over and over yeah the, and this purple he just man is comes just back husk of flesh. he just comes back to life somehow mm-hmm. reanimates and we'll he's got no organs and he's literally a walking rotting corpse but well, i mean actually... he's fallen we actually do know why he lived now. But that's later. Yeah. And so... I'm going to cut this podcast up to like 15 parts. Oh boy. And then uh, the final cutscene, if you beat like the super ultra hard difficulty, is you get the same actor as Purple Guy, uh, PJ Haywood, but he's doing a, a slightly... He's obviously trying to put on a younger type voice. Yeah, he's doing a slightly like higher pitched tone voice. It's me, Michael. Yeah, father... It's me, Michael. So, already, that establishes a the lot same of... same Mike you play as yeah, is this so Michael. You know that the character you play as in FNAF 1, FNAF 2, FNAF 3, and FNAF Sister Location are all the same person. This person is Michael, and Michael is the son of William Afton, and he's the older brother to the crying child in FNAF 4. So... That's a huge sexy man, Michael Afton. (laughs) You know, he's he's literally only seen through pixel art, and he's a decaying corpse. But yeah, he's after his father now, who we see, who we see is still survived the fire for FNAF three, even though he's just missing his pelvis now. Yeah, he needs to upgrade his suit with worse parts. (laughs) One thing, one thing he did, he he saw a peanut plant growing in the window, so he was like. I know what I should do. <laughs> One, <laughs> another rare instance of Scott directly like talking about the lore and like giving answers and hints is um because there was a lot of confusion based on the way the cutscene was presented. If since we know yeah. that Mike is also a purple guy, we know Mike is a purple guy, and we saw a purple guy get springlocked. And but we at know, the end of his voice clip, he sounded a little bit robotic there. Yeah, and then we also... It, the end of the cutscene with Michael talking ends with a clip of Springtrap walking away from the building with him saying, I'm going to come find you. Also, in so, this, in this cutscene, time, Michael says that they thought I was you, which... Yeah, oh, yeah. which does they? give off... You could interpret multiple ways, but also looks like how in FNAF 3, the kids' ghosts chase purple guy into the suit. So a lot of people thought that now maybe Michael was the one who was in the Springlock suit. Yep. And, and in one of the... was just out there still. One of the rare instances of Scott literally just clearing something up, he just straight up says... No, no, William is the one in the suit. Yeah. Michael so, is not in a suit. So they, this, he just I, he also said it. his voice sounds robotic because he slowed down the clip. Yeah. <laughs> so with this new context, it would seem like if this was assumed to be the case, if Michael was in the Springlock suit, it can be assumed that Michael was in the FNAF 3 cutscenes in the FNAF 1 location trying to free the FNAF 1 animatronics, like the kids, from their suits by destroying the suits. And then the kids gang turn up on him because they, they think that it's William <laughs> Afton instead of Michael Afton, and they trick him into the suit. And if you, if, I mean, if you look dies. at the Pinky Pills art of him, it's literally a spitting image. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... But, yeah, Mike, Michael's, the Michael's, out there, Michael's out there, William's in the suit, they're gonna fight. Dragon Ball Z fight. So, we There's do know... By the we, we do know that 
to some degree that and and also it's implied that that cutscene of Michael talking the dialogue is in the past but the cutscene itself is in the present slash future because oh, so because yeah, this, this was revealed in one of the books, but it is confirmed now that you do play as Michael Afton in FNAF. He tried to burn the place in, in down, FNAF what? It, FNAF three. Yeah, yeah, but, but he failed, and now so, Afton's pissed and he's coming back for him. So when he says, "I'm going to come find you," that means that he found he, him in FNAF three, and, and he tries to he burn it down. Account. Yeah, because yeah. Michael does not like that his dad is a murderer. Hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. People are saying like he's trying to go around to all these locations, trying to undo what his father is doing to make amends with what he did to his brother. I mean, not not just because he feels guilty for accidentally resulting in the death of his brother, but also just because he's like, man, my dad is an asshole. I should probably do something about that. Yeah, he's the only one that actively does anything against... Not Henry, which we'll find out in in the next game henry had like a big plan so um... henry, henry was just sitting around he knew that william was doing but he didn't back to the sister location stuff aren't the fnaf 4 bedroom and the plush trap game that we didn't mention in fnaf 4 aren't they separate yeah, rooms? Just and one of the sister location files there's just readouts for the layout of the town from the fnaf 4 three mini games there's the layout of the town there's the plush trap mini game there's the house and and then there's the house plus Fredbear's. That's yeah. the mini game layout from four. Yeah, so there's like a readout in FNAF Sister Location where it shows the map of the location you're in, which is underground currently in Sister Location, where all the animatronics are being stored for rental, and you have to fix them up at the end of the day. That's the basic premise, what hand unit tells you to do. And then basically, now we have... these guys would be out to kill you. You should just hide in here until the time being. But but uh, now there's yeah. another question going around why would william be like kidnapping kids and wanting to kill them when he knows that they're they're after him when they start haunting things and he destroys them in fnaf 3 well, isn't this revealed in a book or is it revealed in fnaf custom night or not custom night uh, next game plus books i think okay so over the course up until the next game the big one reveal we get is that henry the other creator of all the fnaf stuff uh, has a daughter named Charlie, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that's, yeah, she has a twin brother that's not in the series yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so that's not, no, he just has a daughter he's named not, Charlie. He's not important person. yet. He's not important yet, but watch him be like the CEO of Fazbear Entertainment or something. That would be kind of cool, actually. What happens in the books? Who cares? Find out next time, maybe. The Jeezy Weezies.